What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another, another damn, damn podcast. Presented by Our Damn Show. Episode 306. 306. Hmm. Edition we're doing. Yeah. So um and right now it's um it's all together. You got Easter, which um we had this, this is what Angela, yeah, that that you had Passover. And then um Ramadan all going on. You're going on, yeah. So all um we're all the religious holidays, yeah, crossed over. Commingling, they're commingling now. Cause um because what I what made me notice obviously like yeah, we know the Ramadan part, but then I know mm -hmm. a lot, yeah, my Christian homies they like doing Lent, which is like their version of Ramadan, yeah, where you all right. basically fasting, you giving up for what 40 days like that. Yeah, yeah. giving them something. Like yeah. I, that's why maybe I haven't seen like some people on social media because I know that's a big one now that people do is like they like I give up on social media for Lent. Yeah, like a lot of like people I know have done that before. So yeah, my, yeah, your Jewish homies are yeah Passover. So Passover so. year. So Passover, Lent, and Ramadan were all coexisted this year. I was like, that's pretty cool. You I like it. That. Inclusion you don't see that every year. Yeah, inclusion of everything. I like it. Like everybody, yeah. everybody deserves their respect. So you can. Acknowledge if you're a Christian, you can acknowledge your Muslim friends. If you're Jewish, you can acknowledge your Christian. Everybody can acknowledge one another. Not the most Christian brother in the world, so bear with me if I got this wrong. I, and Lent kicks off with Ash Wednesday, I believe. It and does. It, it goes to Palm Sunday, and then you have Good Friday, and then Easter right after that. I think that's mm -hmm. and right before um, Ash Wednesday is um is Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, Mardi, Mardi Gras, yeah, which yeah. is why. Cats get crazy. That's our last time to really get lit before we go into Lent. That's where that comes That's from. That's where Fat Tuesday, yeah. Like you're supposed to, supposed to indulge. Go, go crazy to indulge, the very yeah. next day you're on Lent. It's like, yeah, with right. that's what kicks it up. Yeah. And then you have your meatless Fridays because you're supposed to be meatless on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know a little bit. Um, yeah, I, bit. I, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> a little bit. I think that's how it goes. It's like, if I got that wrong, hit me in the comments. Let me know, Osman. I, mean, I know, like, my. Uh, my like very religious Christian friends, like they don't even say they say resurrection. Yeah, resurrection. It's resurrection Sunday. It's not Easter oh, Sunday. It's resurrection. Yeah, it's resurrection Sunday. I say okay, resurrection. So, yeah. Me and Babe, we were watching um Salem service. Yeah, shout out um the retired now Pastor Meeks. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> we're mm -hmm. watching their um Easter service on Sunday, and um of course like you had the whole like um. Almost conga line of folks getting baptized because that's the day a lot of people choose. So the baptized was visible. Went down. I was like, it seemed like it went on an hour to me. It probably exaggerated, but yeah, it, like, <laughs> <laughs> it probably was like, let's say 20, 30 minutes. But yeah, it was like a whole bunch of people was getting baptized on that. I was like, okay, this is uh, this is the Sunday where they're gonna get baptized. <laughs> probably regular Sunday, you might have like maybe two people, <laughs> like this one it was like a whole line. Come forth, my child, <laughs> come forth, my children. <laughs> that was interesting. I was like, okay, yeah, I was um into it. <laughs> and, uh, the giggle that made me have the thing that made me giggle uh, was when they said uh, Easter hasn't been the same since uh, Payless closed. <laughs> you didn't even get like the shoes, you know, like the little pastel shoes. Easter outfits. You need the church shoes. You need the little shoe for the Easter Sunday. You do you have your Easter. Like the um, all the kids got their Easter outfits. And then the women, yep. the big Easter bonnet, got wear a big ass Easter hat. It's like, you know, oh, the church sisters, you know, gotta have an Easter bonnet. <laughs> the church hats, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 
Gotta get that. And then I saw another meme that had um that had like the the pressing oil and the pressing comb. It was like twas the night before Easter. I saw it, yeah, it was uh <laughs> with the red and green one. It's not cause what's the red and green one? Yeah. I, I lost my lost my hood past a little the red. <laughs> oh you yeah, because not Dax. Mur, not... Mur, Dax and Murray's. That's like what the fellas use. The guys use. I, I use yeah. Murray's when I had waves. Like that was my choice. I used Dax when I was little, and then Murray's is an adult. The Murray's waves, yeah. and the orange can. That's what the green and the red and green can was, but that's the grease they. Yeah. Show. You know exactly what I'm talking. Present, about. Yeah, I'm picturing it. It's the present oil. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we, we both lost our hood. <laughs> Neither one of us knows it. Got <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know Dax and Murray's uh, sporting waves. I know too. So that's the I know the guy ones. I don't know the red. Yeah, get the hot comb, and then you, and then you get the kitchen in the back. Get your kitchens and. Yeah, I want to know, man. And almost <laughs> every girl find will get that out red and green grease. I don't know how do you find that and out. Almost every little girl. This car, your, this car, your ear would get burnt right here. Oh yeah, that ear burnt right there. Definitely gonna have that. Definitely gonna have that ear. It's gonna put some butter on that ear. Definitely. Every little black girl has had this part of their ear burned by a pressing comb. Every little black girl has. <laughs> this you can sit on it. You jump. I'm fine at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Royal crown, god damn it. <laughs> crown. I wasn't letting that go. <laughs> yeah, royal crown here. <laughs> yeah. Probably could have asked mom, but yeah, my mom doesn't podcast. <laughs> I know. Uh, mom live once said, What's the red and green? She definitely would have known. Yeah, she was yeah. Like, Oh, that's royal crown. And we should be probably <laughs> would have known. And of course, the one that we always like with the oil scalp, you know, you had the blue magic to wear your scalp. The blue magic popped up. <laughs> Ultra Shane, Do they still make? I guess they still make Ultra Shane. You no, know, I know Blue Magic. <laughs> it came in a big jar like this big. <laughs> All of the um, because I said Royal Crown is here. Um, Blue Magic, Ultra Sheen. <laughs> oh yeah, Ultra Sheen was like in the little, and it was like the, the little, way the yeah, jar the little, was. You no, know, the small jar was. Yeah, that popped. It was ahead. small, and then it like rounded out like little, this. Yeah, like, like a triangle. Yeah, pyramid. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a like a tulip. That's how I look like that. <laughs> That's Johnson Products right there. They were um, mm -hmm. 87th Street, yeah. It's where the charter school where is. The charter school is Perspectives you know, now. You know, exactly, yeah. That, that was yeah. Johnson Products back Johnson, in the yeah. I remember. Johnson Products. I was Products. like, oh, can we get some products in there? Can we, like, that's a where. Can we go in there and get, get some, some stuff? Get some ultra sheen. <laughs> get some samples. You know, get some ultra sheen samples. Sponsored by them back in the day. Now I'm going to give my age. Miss Whole Train with Don Cornell. Sponsored by... Uh, so, so ultra sheen. You, know, you remember <laughs> Soul Train sponsored by I remember too. <laughs> <laughs> My Ultra Sheen sponsored Soul Train. I remember that. Oh Soul Train was the shit Saturday morning. I don't care what it was. Doing. So that because remember we didn't this is before um you couldn't just watch internet. This before is internet, so you couldn't just pull up videos and watch them when you wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is even before a TRR slash um 106 in Park era. Was even mm -hmm. before yeah. like back, it was like um Saturday morning was the licks. You had um like Bandstand was like the early show because uh, you know the white folks won't get up early. Yeah. And then Soul Train came on around noon because like we ain't getting yeah. up. <laughs> it was like yeah, yeah, so Train was like nine or ten in the morning. It came when then when that was ending, Soul Train was starting like around eleven or twelve. So you, so you watch the whole block, you get up at like nine and watch like one o'clock in the afternoon, get all your music. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> called, yeah, even though bandstand first, I always called bandstand the white soul train. That's what I call to me. <laughs> so that's the white soul train. Even though it would be black acts on there, but you know what I mean. It's like it was the white soul train. And then we have the dancer, you know, like soul train dancer. It's like you know, like we were like I was trying to learn the moves, trying to dance. Train. Shout out Cheryl. <laughs> Rosie. Rosie. Um, what's her name, Mama? From Shalomar, Jody Watley. She's Jody Watley. I was like, what's the chick from that? Which McCall was a soul train dancer? Uh, Vivica Fox was on Soul Train. She was a soul train dancer. I want to say Leela Roshan, too. I'm not positive on that, but I think she. And, uh, Alex Thomas was a soul train dancer. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he was. <laughs> he could dance, too. He was like doing like him. You know, pop lock. I mean, he can actually dance. You know, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he can dance. And then, of course, later came the Soul Train Awards. Yeah, yeah. The first, um, but the Image Awards came first. But the first Black Award show that I was really into was probably the Soul Train Soul Awards. Awards. Image Awards is more like for my mom and dad. <laughs> like that was like the old people. It's more like Black Excellence. More yeah. like yes, it's more like Soul Train. That was like the one that we would look for. It's going to be refined and Soul Train was the original BET Awards. Basically, that's yeah, the it was lit. <laughs> like looking forward to. <laughs> you know, you're gonna see like yeah, like the 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 cool people would be at Soul performances. Train. You're gonna see the rappers perform, and you're gonna see like dance routines you're gonna see yeah. and ironically what's funny about that too like the parallels between soul train and bandstand there's a lot of parallels <laughs> uh -huh. because bandstand like well you know what show award show started out of that think about it amas bandstand american music awards yeah yeah, amazing. Started yeah. by the the late Dick Clark started that because um he thought the Grammys were stuffy and shit so he said I want to start a show for like young folks it's like so the younger crowd. like yeah so like yeah. And the AMA, especially back in the 80s, were like the better show. Like, yeah, like Michael Jackson. That's the one I remember, like the Michael Jackson show. Yeah. He was up on stage like 75 times. He won every award for him. Like, I remember that. Whitney Houston was on there. Yeah. And the AMAs was the cool. Yeah, artists like that. Yeah. It was always cooler than the Grammys. Just like Soul Chain was cooler than the Image Awards. So a lot of parallels with those two shows I'm thinking about. Was that the AMAs when Prince was being shady when they were singing We Are the World? Was that the AMAs? It have been, yeah. I think when it Quincy was. Quincy Jones with the Richie mic Hulk, and Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Quincy Jones, We Are the World. He put the mic in there. Prince like, was he eating had the lollipop. Pop, like, yeah. And he put his lollipop like, I'm not singing that. <laughs> <laughs> Prince was being shady. Mm -hmm. I think At that the end, when it was like, good night, everybody. He was like. The way he flung his hair, like yeah. Prince mm. was the king of shade. <laughs> he was Prince was supposed to be on We Are the World, but he no shoulder tape. It was corny because <laughs> he was the, he got an invite because that's like um because that's the one regret people had that Prince and Michael Jackson never worked together. The closest they came was James Brown on New Year's that one year. <laughs> but uh, which um yeah, that's a very interesting video if you've never seen it. Yeah, just like, Google it. Google James Brown, James Brown Prince, Prince and Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Look that up, yeah. Just Google it's, it and you'll like, find James it. James Brown was doing a New Year's show and then he invited Michael on stage, you know, his young protege, yeah. Mm -hmm. Michael mentions that hey, you know, Prince is here too. Like here bring him too. Like, he went to whispers. <laughs> then James like, hey, I hear Prince is here, bring in like the um the guy from Purple Rain carries Prince on stage. <laughs> the big <laughs> the, the boss don't see nobody, you know, like that yeah. Apollonia was trying to sneak in the first avenue. Yeah, that yeah. guy. It's like, <laughs> he looks like a fake Hulk Hogan, basically. That's what he looks like. 
boss don't see nobody and the boss was billy sparks shout out billy which i've met <laughs> that's a whole nother story <laughs> you know, what's this one song shit? <laughs> this one song shit <laughs> yeah that's a whole nother story. <laughs> squeezing you kid but a kick ass tomorrow like anything else <laughs> You can't be around somebody you grew up watching because then you just become a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was AMA's with Princess Via Shady. Yeah. <laughs> AMA started out of um band. That was the bandstand awards, basically. Yeah, just like Soul Train started the Soul Train Awards. And then they brought them back. Soul Train had went away for a while now, like they BT brought them back a few years ago. Yeah. Which is pretty cool because, like, yeah, you already had your own show to BET and the BET Hip Hop Awards. You had two shows. It's like, yeah, let's bring Soul Train back because for legacy yeah. purposes, yeah. So they brought him back. Yeah, I like that what they're doing. I like uh, Tisha Campbell and uh, Tashina Arnold hosting. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're they're besties and just yeah, their chemistry is like undeniable. Like, they're like hilarious how they play off of one another. So I mean, I like that seeing the two besties hosted. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But let's get into it. We've warmed up enough. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the warm up. Yeah. So did um anything interesting happen in Chicago this week? I don't know. I don't know. Did it? <laughs> did something interesting? Was it? What was, was it, going on? Was it some kind of special election? I don't remember. It's like what was going on? Yeah, it was something that happened. City of Chicago. Um. The very core was it rocked at all? <laughs> Something happened this week. I can't put my finger on it. Oh, Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson becomes the fifty. Yeah, I was like, hmm. On the uh, it's the fortieth uh anniversary since um the last one they had black male mayor because Harold Washington got elected in nineteen eighty three. He was the yep. first. Yeah. He was the first, and he got elected in 1983. So the fact that 2023, okay, it's like that's a 40 year. Like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That you know, it feels like the circle is complete. And I mean, I watched his, I watched his, um, when he had his, um, congratulatory speech, I watched it. Yeah. And, uh, that I was, teaching that class that I watched it I was like okay because like when we was checking the results like when they like we knew it was going to be a close race because we was like it's it's going to be close the polls were showing it was neck and neck like going yeah in. it was always close said this could go either way like I knew right. yeah. and like when the polls first like I said the first time I looked at the results was maybe like 727 25 like that and they had Valis slightly ahead and I'm like okay but the I first returns the whole time maybe I looked after you but Johnson yeah. The whole time that and I, then when I checked back at like eight something, maybe and then I was like, like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> and then he poured like a a convincing lead, and then by then, then after a certain day, it's like they called it. They was like, "Rand Johnson has won." He got to about eighty five, eighty six is when it comes called. I think. Yeah, they was like, "Yeah, he died." Yeah, Valis probably conceded around that time. Something. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, you know what." But, um, but yeah, very uh, very interested to see like the results. I want to see um, going forward. It's gonna be interesting, yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, I had my concerns obviously with both candidates, which we talked about on this podcast before. Yeah. 
<laughs> I told you, Val is old, out of touch. Um, no, I, we don't need no shout out, shade, no shade. <laughs> As I'm about to say some shady shit, no shade to the boomers, but we don't need no money, no more of y'all in office. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We don't need no more boomers in office. We need somebody with fresh ideas. We need Xers or old millennials. That's what we need. We need Xers slash old millennials. That's what we need. Well, Johnson is a couple of um, concerns I had, but now um he's in the office, so um um hopefully he um pivots from some of the concerns. Like I said, we talked about um whether he's gonna be um tough on crime or soft tough on crime. crime. Like he said that um he's yeah he's going. Yeah, I like some of his ideas on that. He said yeah. he wants to um put more detectives on the street. I'm like that's a good idea. Like instead of just patrol officers have more detectives that who can solve homicides. I'm like yeah. that's a, I like that. That's a good idea. And then another thing I like too that he said that he wants to put money into mental health because I'm not saying that everything like every time somebody does something like why would you go shoot up a school? Why would you do bomb a restaurant or whatever? I'm not saying that you know health is attached to every single thing that's done that just seems out the box but some stuff is a mental thing and like if resources are there to help address the people who actually do have mental health issues then it's less likely that they can commit an act of violence if a resource is there you see what i'm saying so i mean i do agree with you know doing that and like so i did like the detective thing i did like that, I saw that when he was i said i like that idea yeah if um put more detectives like so basically um you pr promote from within it's like yeah yeah like, you better beat cops like yeah make them detective yeah it's like, mm -hmm. it's like i like that yeah that's that's pretty cool idea and then the other go ahead go ahead you go ahead and then the other the other thing that i liked uh was him by basically saying that he wants to like before he start grabbing and try to be like we need to raise i would do like like Let's look at these budgets. Like, let's relook and see because sometimes you can borrow away from. You can be like, okay, if I just cut two percent off of this, I still have a large percentage here, but just cut a little bit here, cut a little bit here. It won't really make that big of a difference. But if you just, you know, just refigure your budget rather than say, oh, we need more money. It's like because we need to raise, i.e., we need to raise taxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because at some point, it's like you can't get blood from a turnip. You just can't. Like, you just keep on pulling money and keep on pulling. And pulling, 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 like people's dollars are stretched as yeah, people's pockets are like our pockets are <laughs> this is what they do or now. One of the yeah, <laughs> one of the things he did back off, which he said, which was like some year a couple of years back, like I said, um, which a lot of people said a lot of um wild shit when 2020 went in Georgia. Yeah, because I mean it was an emotional time. And he was yeah. like um uh, but it wasn't applauding the looters, but he basically was like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like it is like there's a video clip of him like that was that was Yeah, but that was three years ago. And um I remember at the time around you know around the time when I turned on that was when um when I was out there in the streets. Cause before yeah. that like when it was in Minnesota, I was like, Yeah, burn all that shit down. And then when I saw it in your face, it's like, okay, like this ain't cool. People like, grabbing yeah. Jordan's is like, okay, this isn't like, yeah. if you're grabbing Jordan's, this isn't a like he was still on that after that, and I was like, Yeah, but um he um he kind of backed off of that. He was like, Yeah, that's yeah, it was <laughs> when I saw the people uh looting the uh the ATM at Chase on 83rd and Stewart, I was like, Oh my god. Like when I saw that, I was like, Okay, 
Oh, they went in the bank on um ninety second. That's a part of my vi my viral video. My my yeah. video that was viral. I saw that. I, I saw it. Yeah, I was watching right next to the Walgreens. And in the comments, everybody was saying like, "No, y'all just got federal charges." Those like, are federal charges. Yeah, that's, that's bank robbery. If you like, if you looting the bank, it's like and you're yeah, dumb. Your dumb self is on camera. On camera, yeah, because I went live and like yeah, so they, they went out your to dumb the self is on camera. They have facial recognition software now, so your dumb self out there, what you got? Maybe two hundred dollars. Your dumb self got two hundred dollars, and now you got federal charges against you. So y'all just got federal charges, not just like stealing from Walgreens or like um stealing mm -hmm. from the um the villa on the corner. Yeah, you want you bank that's robbery? A that's a that's a whole nother um animal there, bank robbery. You're stealing <laughs> from like a store is petty larceny. That's yeah, a misdemeanor. You know, under that's a certain a misdemeanor. amount, it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> If it's under, I'm like, I mean, I worked at a grocery store. Like, if a kid, like, you know, somebody got, it's like you just, I think under, you just under under two hundred dollars is like is is a misdemeanor, it's a slap on the wrist. Basically, yeah. if you under two hundred dollars, right. it's like, yeah, think about okay, just take your ass home, just don't right. do it again. Basically, yeah. pretty much, they call <laughs> your parents, you <laughs> know, like if you're a kid, yeah. And here's one of the concerns I saw that um concerns you. What I saw with Johnson, hopefully um he clarifies this statement when he was talking about he was in, in support of selective enrollment. That right. Was, ah, that's the one I thought about. That, that was one that made me kind of be yeah. like, mm. basically saying like, no, you need to fund the neighborhood school. But I'm thinking, I'm like, you don't want your kid to go to that school in the corner. You shouldn't have to send them there. That's all, I totally believe in selective enrollment. Like, yeah, you shouldn't have to go to the school on the corner. As, a, as products of selective enrollment. Yeah, we, I came from selective enrollment as did you. Yeah, so and my I'm children. Definitely, I'm definitely pro selective enrollment. Yeah. And my children are part of selective enrollment now. Yeah, so I went to like, Black, went to Kenwood. Yeah, definitely pro selective enrollment. <laughs> yeah. As am I. So it's like that. That was the thing that did make me go like, mm, because um. When I did my thing about who I want to vote for, I did a blind, um, a blind uh, thing. Have that, you put your put your concerns to see who's like in support of or who's against your concerns. Yeah, because like, like, in the paper they had like a nice write up where they had with all the candidates they asked them like four or five questions or whatever, and then I just covered everybody's name. Like I did that so I could be totally anonymous. I covered everybody's face, their pictures, and I just read the answers. Just okay, I agree with this person. I agree with this person. I, and that's how I did. And I was like, okay, I align most with this candidate. And that's how I voted. And one of your concerns was the um, selective enrollment. Selective enrollment and the property taxes. Because I, because at one point he's, he's like, um, uh, he's backed off some from that. He still um wants to raise taxes, but um, he's backed taxes, off. Because like those that. are the two things that made me go like, like the other stuff, I was online with him. But then those two, I was like, uh, like, uh. Like selective enrollment and property taxes. The crime one was my um biggest concern. Those were mine. Yeah, that was mine. Just going into the election, but yeah, that's. I'm rooting for him. I want but him the to. Good thing <laughs> is that, the good thing is that <laughs> the good thing that I do like um that I am seeing is that um even though she got voted out, like and. Like I said, we haven't seen a mayor get voted out because Daly was there for the time. Um, the Jane, <laughs> ironically, by another woman. Yeah, the, last, another the woman. last mayor to do one term was was the first female mayor. <laughs> so, like the black mayor, if we face the female mayor, we had history after one term. History repeats itself. Mm. Yeah. And then they had one. Oh, it's like so much history. <laughs> it's so much history because then it was one mayor in between Daly and the first female mayor. 
It's so much history. <laughs> yeah, daily, I'm, 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 I was I, obviously I don't remember daily or Belandic, but I know the history because I'm a historian a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, daily, Belandic, Burn, Washington. This time we had daily, Emmanuel, Lightfoot. <laughs> Same thing. Wow, it's like a pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Then a mayor in between, then a female mayor, then the black mayor. Same thing. It happened exactly the same way. It's like from back in the 70s and early 80s. The exact same pattern. It was, uh, it was daily, then one mayor in between. <laughs> and then you had the, fir the first female mayor and then followed by the black mayor. So, yeah, so <laughs> I just yeah. thought about that right now, literally. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm. Like, yeah. It went from a. Because I was just going back to daily, the daily that we knew, not. Yeah, not when I thought of when you said it, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, because Blandick was in between <laughs> daily and Jane Burns. So it happened then, too. You had daily, then you had the one other mayor in between. Yeah, which is Rob Emanuel in our time. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I was counting that. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I was just talking, I was thinking Lightfoot and um and Brandon Johnson, like, yeah, from the female to the black. And I was like, wait a minute. But back then it was a similar pattern too, because Belanda came in between Daly and Lori Lightfoot. That's pretty <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Cause what did him in, like mom told me this story, it was like the blizzard of snow. 78. They can Jane Byrne got over him. It was like, yeah, this motherfucker couldn't even get the snow off the street. How you gonna trust him as mayor? Like she she the basically blizzard 78 was a big one. That was a big blizzard, blizzard of 78. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like a, a little baby then, so obviously I don't remember. You wasn't born, remember. so I don't remember no. I wasn't born, so. <laughs> but I know that people of a certain age have been like, oh yeah, that is yeah, the shut down. And she told me that's how Jane Byrne got elected because because she campaigned on that. It's like, yeah, this dude couldn't even get the snow off the street. It's like, you want him as your mayor? Like she went after him on that. <laughs> I'm glad that you opened the door with this because I'll just read part of this excerpt letter that I got. Three days after the election. So that shows that they were on uh, some late stuff in Chicago because I, I, I was still getting circulars in the mail two, three days after the election. I'm like, I think I saw Willie Wilson's name continue. To it was. This <laughs> is from his desk. It says from the desk of Willie Wilson. Dear neighbor. Reading his voice. No, I don't do that. No, I'm not going to do that. So I wouldn't read his voice. I'm going to ask solo for it. Basically, <laughs> he was talking about, like, you know, his history about how he came from Jim Crow uh, South and everything. He was a son of a sharecropper. Boy from Jim Crow South. Stop. <laughs> no, but, but reading this, it basically is his endorsement for Paul Vallis. And this is what it says on his letter quote. Paul Vallis is a candidate who will provide a better Chicago for people of all colors, including blacks and other people of color. And here's why. And as I'm reading this letter, I'm like, Willie, no. Like, Willie, no. Like, he talks about black Chicagoans are disproportionately harmed by crime. Okay, whatever. And then this this one right here, here's the here's the kicker number two. We had a black mayor for the last four years in Chicago. Did that make you safer? No. Weren't you running for mayor, Willie? Like you would have been a black mayor. <laughs> let, 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 let me I'll, I'll get there. Wow. Then, <laughs> That's what I'm then, like. <laughs> and then here. Did having a black mayor, number four, did having a black mayor make our public schools predominantly populated by black and Hispanic kids any better? No. Then it closes. The candidate who is best for black Chicago is the same candidate who is good for all of Chicago. And my my whole problem with that is if he was a person who didn't run for mayor like a week ago. Yeah, if you said that, just be, yeah, like, um, 
Because if you want to, yeah, you can endorse who you want. Like, you can endorse I, I don't like the you meme, want to I like the memes been going out about um everybody who endorsed Paul Vallis and saying that they cool. Just like, yeah, just yeah like, I don't like that. You don't want to endorse Brandon Johnson. You don't have to. I've you, never you, not once called them coons because and, I, and me and me, I don't and I have been voted um by race. Like Obama was the last good person I voted for by race. It's like yeah. It's like, and I admit that I did vote for Obama because he's the black guy. It's like, yeah. He's a black guy and he was cool. Like, but typically, like before, because like um like 2004 is the first time I really um went independent. I was right. like before that I was like team Democrat. Yeah, like yeah, blue um vote blue no matter who I was that. It's like yeah. <laughs> then um uh, 04 because I didn't I said I don't like Bush but I don't like Kerry either. So like yeah. I don't <laughs> like either though. So then I started looking. I was like, okay, like, yeah, who, um, yeah, whose issues like most aligned with me? That's when I started the first time I actually voted like that. <laughs> and then I voted like that up until then, 08, of course, like Obama, yeah, and like he's from Chicago. From so Chicago. He, like, from Chicago, the black guy. So I was like, yeah, even if the I young, the young black guy from Chicago, not a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. The young, because he was young. Barack was like a little bit older than me. The young that black guy. Me. I think he just made it under the X um, threshold. Yeah. He's born at 61, so he's like on the very old end of X. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just made it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the young black guy with the with with the name that sounds similar to ours, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he has a name that sounds similar to ours. The yeah. funny sounding name. That's the last candidate I voted by strictly on race. <laughs> like I'll uh, I'll admit that. Anybody else I look at, okay, who's um whose issues most align with me? Like that's how I like to vote. So, yeah. That's my whole problem. I was like, well, I'm Brandon definitely Johnson doesn't align with your issues. Who like maybe some of these candidates um who exactly. endorsed him didn't like. Why would you endorse him? It's like yeah, like just, yeah. I mean, I I I get that. I said, but when I like, I, was, I was like, I was like, I've got to read. He part of this that's thing. ridiculous though. Yeah, well, yeah, because you just, just you're black and you just ran for mayor. Saying like, yeah, you don't need a black mayor. Why the hell you run then, dude? And that's my thing. Because <laughs> like the first thing I probably about, I said, so are you saying that blacks are inferior to white because? The best person to, to take care of Black Chicago is a white man. That's what that's what I heard. That's that's what I heard. That's what I interpreted when I read this letter. Send like me. I was like, "Will we no, no, I don't want to see that shit." I didn't get that letter. Send me that. <laughs> it came in Marcus's name. It didn't come in my name. It came to Marcus. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm obviously we're not. I'm not on Willie Wilson's mailing list. I didn't get that shit. <laughs> So when Marcus up and Marcus is like, no, nah, Marcus is reading, he's like, no, nah, Willie. Yeah. Marcus was like, no, nah, Willie, like, no. Nah. that and oh, email it to me. He's just like, <laughs> I want to see that with my own eyes. Scan it and email it to me. <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll screenshot. I'll take a picture. I'll text it to you. Right, whatever you want to do. It. I will text a picture to you so you can read this whole, like, just reading that. I'm like, if you didn't run for mayor, then that would... Yeah, what makes sense is you like, ran for mayor is like if you, just, if you just a businessman endorsing Paul Vallis, it makes sense. But um the fact that you just ran for mayor against Paul like Vallis the day, ago, like, the day before this and probably dissed him in some of your campaign as so you probably dissed <laughs> And then talking about the public school, it's like we saw what Paul Vallis did to the public school system. So I'm not gonna even go there. He was the he was in charge was the, of um, when I was there. Superintendent back. I tell you when I superintendent when I was there. Wasn't there when I was there. I was gone by the time Paul Valley. He was there in the nineties when I was there. But so. I met. I, yeah, I just missed him. I finished right before. He might have been like my my. I don't remember. I don't know what year he took it over. Like could have been Valis. He could have. I know he definitely because I remember seeing that name on my stuff when I was uh, at Chaz. I remember seeing his name. I don't know what year he took over. <laughs> 
So it might have still been Ted Kimbrough in there. I don't remember what year. Yeah, he was definitely there when I was at Chaz. But I did meet Paul Vallis during that time. I was doing the KKC Street Talk Show and the running the board. And he came to our school during that time. He, he came to Vallis our during that time. So that's my only experience with Paul Vallis. I met him during that time. Oh. But that that just that just bugged me when he did. I'm like, why would you? It's kind of hilarious you, to me. Like you just basically just contradicted yourself. So. Willie, just you know, just keep being the humanitarian you are. You know, keep, keep doing your, people's gases, keep, keep doing your giveaways because you know keep it moving. Because when good when 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 uh what's the what the um being say inspiring with great power comes great responsibility. So yeah, just keep doing hard. that. You've <laughs> give, you've been given great great power, so use it responsibly. You know, do your giveaways. Help people um, pay. It's like he's paid people's property taxes before. He's paid people's uh, past due light bills, gas bills, whatever. He's hopefully done Willie Wilson is done running for office. <laughs> yeah, because he runs every year. He runs for something. He, he runs. runs. One, one thing Willie never wins, but he run. runs for something every year. <laughs> he's gonna run for something. Like, President, maybe, mayor, maybe this governor. Like he's gonna run. Superintendent. <laughs> he ran for um senator and shit one year. Alderman, he's gonna run for yeah. something. <laughs> Probably could win Alderman, like him, depending on his district. He might be. He probably could win, win that. <laughs> Was he at River North or something? Uh, yeah, he might be. Oh, uh, oh, he's somewhere up like that way. He's somewhere. Speaking of former Alderman, our current congressman, like to me, like what I was going to say, like what put Brandon Johnson over the top was like an endorsement from a non black. Yeah, I think the Chewy Garcia endorsement. Chewy Garcia, yeah, I think so top. too. Because he came in like at the 11th hour, literally last minute. I'd see Chewy endorse him till like two days before. It was like right. uh, I started seeing his commercials. Like, yeah, I'm Chewy Garcia, and I endorsed Brandon Johnson. Like, I was like, it was about it was like that Sunday. And they were like, and they were like this together. It was like that Sunday before the election. It was like literally two days before the election. Was. I was like, oh, okay, because like Chewy had been military style. I was like, yeah, because like because he had a big following. So whoever he, he does might win. He, he does. He was like, Especially I said, it's a close race. Like whoever he endorses might win. And when I saw him, I was that's when I started thinking Johnson had a legit shot. Mm -hmm. Not saying there's like like you know the black folks are typically automatically gonna vote is like, but um that Latino vote is a swing vote. It's like that it could go a either swing way. Vote. It is. Yeah. So like if you get Chewy saying, "Hey, like this is my guy," like a lot of them my might guy, be, vote for him. Yeah, yeah, they might listen to that. So okay, Chewy likes Brandon Johnson. Maybe I should vote for him. So I think that's what put him over the top. Was the bomb Chewy mm -hmm. Garcia endorsement? Yeah, and then I saw which McCall it uh, put his ad out like uh, two days before too. Like, hi, I'm Common, and the mayor you need is uh, Brandon Jazz. I saw Common on. I saw that on YouTube. I didn't see it. Um, I did. You know, like the, yeah, the, I saw the commercial. Like the the, the ads oh, pop up on YouTube. I did okay, see. Yeah, doing that too. I was like, okay. Yeah, the celebrity one kind of. I was like, uh, I don't because sometimes celebrity endorsements can backfire. <laughs> yeah, they can. I was just shocked to see Common. You know, because like I haven't seen Common in a while, so it was just like I was just shocked to see him. I was like, sometimes oh. celebrity endorsements turns people off, but um, yeah, it a lot of people might not even saw. It. I saw it on YouTube, like I said, so mm -hmm. that's where I saw it. I don't know where you saw it, but um, I was watching a YouTube video and it came up like before before yeah, the video was, before the video I was trying to watch the the comment Brandon Johnson video popped up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's what I was like, comment. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I was like, okay. And I, was, and I was thinking, I was like, sometimes celebrity endorsements, some people like, especially like, like what if you don't like comments music? Like, I ain't voting for him for that. <laughs> that nigga suck. It's like, what is like, it's like that. It's like sometimes celebrity endorsements get backfires. So. Well, Common got his school here, Arts in Motion. He has his school here. So. Yeah. And he has his Common Ground um, nonprofit. So 
Yeah, no, he got like I, even though he's not here anymore, but I mean, he I know got, he still he has grew, like ties. He grew up in the same neighborhood as us. Basically. He still got ties here in Chicago, so he grew up in Cal Heights, just like we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grew up in the the hood, <laughs> in the hood like us, our hood. So well, let's congratulations stop. to Brandon Johnson. Congratulations! I'm rooting for him. I want him to win because I'm from Chicago and I want Chicago to win. So yeah, I do. And I liked his speech at the end because he was saying basically like this is a new day. He basically was saying like you know he, you know he he wants to put he wants Chicago to be that city. Like that's basically what I got out of it. He wants it to be that city. Mm. Like Chicago is a great city. Like I want it to be like like let's stop the negative, you know stereotypes about it. like like this is our city and you know he's like I want a safe place and the fact that he has children. So I mean I connect with that because he's a family man. He's married. He has a wife and three kids. So. I connect with that because I, maybe, my yeah. age, so yeah, that um, yeah. Like, I like that because like I said, I'm sick of the boomer politics. Yeah, he's a young guy. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> and he's pro union because you know, say he's he worked for CPS. He's a he's comes from union. I'm a union worker, so it's like, so I connect. I'm like, okay, so I'm hoping that you know, we can get some resolution in Chicago. Prime, that's all I love. With. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Let's get this crime in order. Don't raise taxes. That's my thing. Don't raise taxes. <laughs> crime, don't raise taxes. I'm a happy man. That's all I want. <laughs> and don't mess with selective enrollment. <laughs> yeah, like, leave, yeah, leave the selective. Because, hey, we both products of that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want your kids to be forced to go to the neighborhood school. That's some bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah. Outside of that, we're going to be doing this. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Let's stay in politics. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Former President Donald J. Trump turned himself in <laughs> to New York District Attorneys. Yeah. <laughs> on um, how many counts was it? I forgot. I, I forgot. Thirty-two or something. I think yeah. <laughs> it was like over thirty. I would say. I think it was thirty-two. It's a lot of counts. We know that much. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get the exact number. But um, what do you think this does to his presidential run? Yeah. Does it help, hurt, or it does? It's about the same. What do you think? <laughs> He he once said in a speech that he could walk out and shoot somebody and he would still get voted. He's not that far off. He once said that. So I mean, Donald Trump. He had people drinking bleach. Election. People were drinking bleach because of him. So I mean, <laughs> thirty-four felony charges. Thirty-four. Okay, I was off. I, <laughs> I was close. I said thirty-two. It's about the the um the Stormy Daniels payments. Basically, he's saying like where the where the money come from. If if it was political money, then yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, if it's your own money, like who cares? Who cares? Bang the porn stars, like yeah. And <laughs> your mistress, like I said, the only person did not talk about it. Yeah, the only person who has a say so is like your wife. Melania is the only one who can be pissed about it. Yep, and she's bad. She's been playing military silence on all of this. So I don't even know if she cares or not because she ain't said nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm only where she probably doesn't because <laughs> they didn't seem probably, very she, to me. She probably at least I ain't got to have sex with him. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got to. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I gave you a baby. That's all. I mean, like, right. Price we since, had sex at least one time. Right since Stormy Daniels a present on her birthday. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> Send her a birthday gift. <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, I think that with Trump's legacy, I think that I think that uh, I really 
think it honestly is gonna for his diehards. I don't think it's gonna really affect. I, I, really don't. I don't think it helps or hurts. Like he already okay. got his following, and like this, like. Like if you were on the fence, this is not gonna swing you. It's like at all. <laughs> so, the only thing that would make him is like if Trump just does a one A and he says like yeah, black lives do matter, and <laughs> he just goes like that way, then he could turn on his own. If he says fuck MAGA and like he just turns on his support. But if he does that, then that's the only way they'll turn. <laughs> but, but other than that, you know, yeah, he I don't think it affects. I don't think Trump is gonna get the nomination for Republicans. It just seems like um I don't think you're gonna, you're gonna catch that lightning in a bottle twice. It's like, like no, Trump going. Was the right, he was just the right candidate for the right time. It's At like, the right time, yeah. It's like um, it doesn't seem like he has the same. He has his supporters, obviously, but I don't see that same support that we saw in 2016. 2016, because it was a different it's time. Like, it's like yeah, it feels different. Yeah, yeah. it does. Because <laughs> people are more, people are evolving. That's why I can say it. Like as as we age, now we're getting more people. That are able to vote. We got Gen Z now. The Gen yeah. Z people can vote now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that whole generation, like technically, I want to say, I think Ariana is at the very end of Gen Z. I think she yeah. is. I think Gen Z ends at 2015. I think that she technically is a Gen Z, yeah. I think. And so, I don't know what the current one, but I call them Zoomers. That's what I like. Yeah, I want that to go. I want that. <laughs> the current gen, I want to be called Zoomers. I call them uh, influencer because we're in the influence. Influencer, I'm saying influencer because they grew up with um, because they were like zooming everything because yeah, and it's like a play on boomers and Z, it's like a play on Gen Z and boomers, like zoomers. Like, I like that, yeah. So, like, I think I've and I've heard like somebody else said it for like zoomers, I'm like, maybe it'll catch on. So, yeah, if it um, I'm taking credit, (laughs) like, I said, god damn it. I said mine is influencer because we're just in that influencer era. Because I'm thinking about like silent generation. You think about the way like, back when our grandma, because like nothing, it it was a silent generation because when nothing happened and back then it was yeah. completely silent. And now it's like everything is ooh, social media, social media. So everything is that now. So they go to a concert is like people don't even watch the concert. Everybody now is like <laughs> got their phone up. It's like, yeah. And they watching the concert through the a little off screen. It's like, yeah. Was back in the day, why. we were in the moment, we just watching. Like, we see him, I'm seeing Jay Z on stage, I'm watching Jay Z. I'm not looking at Jay Z through a little last screen, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I pull myself back. I, I do miss a lot of stuff, a lot of like pictures and things because, like, I do, but I want to stay in the moment. Me, what I do, um, I try to I do a little compromise. I get I take my um video, get my little clip, and then post it to my story, and then I put the phone away. That's so, like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I try to enjoy my moment. First, and then like once I'm like okay I'm in my moment then I'll pull out and then I'll do like my little clips or whatever. About um a month ago or something I went to a WWE show and like um I was um doing the story the whole time I was there. What I would do like during a ring entrances I have the phone on get the ring entrance then put the phone then I just watch the match I'm in the moment yeah just watching the match I didn't like have the whole phone the whole time getting the match and all that it's like okay yeah and then when we went to the comedy I don't even do comedy shows at all like yeah I just I'm just in the moment with that yeah yeah I'm at the comedy show because um we went to um we saw um earthquake down there where I was like a bunch of comics in Rockford oh, and me and um, yeah yeah um a few months back yeah. And that one, yeah, I'd never even pull the phone. Yeah, because like we, and it, for a couple of reasons, because like comedy, you just want to react to the jokes. It's like, and like with comedians, like they, they go on the road to like work on their act. So yeah, right. Like they don't necessarily want this stuff getting out. It's like because they, yeah, no, yeah. It's like it's respect not respect it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Respect it because it's like 
if I'm trying to get my, I finally got my joke right. I finally got like, yeah. And then you put it on your Facebook. You got 5,000 followers. You got, or Instagram, or, you got 5,000 followers on Instagram. Or you have an earlier version of when the joke wasn't quite right yet. And that's why so yeah. funny at all. It's like, yeah, still working here. on the joke. That's why. It's like, <laughs> that's what. Dude, dude wasn't funny last night. He was still because that's what because like a lot of people are like Chris Rock, for example, that but Netflix special, he had been working on that all year, like all this time. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like some of the jokes people had heard before, like, yeah, because like people, if you went to the show, it's like, but I think he he banned phones from it. Like, what's like the top comics can do that? It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. no phones. Well, like Chappelle has it where I think it might scramble or something where you can't, the phone won't work or something. It's, like, it's something they do with like it's some device in there where like you can't, like, I know they Chappelle does something nothing. like that. Yeah. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> But um, yeah, I wouldn't. If I was a comic, I wouldn't even think no phone. You gotta either leave it in a car or like we have, or you could check your phone at the front. Like yeah, a locker. Like we have lockers. Like yeah. just have like a little tiny locker this big, like phone size lockers. Yeah, that's, that's an idea. Yeah. Create phone size lockers at these things. That's an idea. And then you just put your phone in your locker and and in the end, yeah, come get it at the end. That's what I do. Yeah, because like mm -hmm. with comics, the only way to know if a joke is working is with an audience. Yeah. And you can just you tell it to your friends or like or like yeah like your and your friends they like yes men a lot of times they, they lie yeah, yeah. the worst one is checking it with your uh with your uh your significant other yeah <laughs> that's the worst because you know they ain't yeah like no you're not <laughs> baby <laughs> so like the only way to get these jokes is like yeah by yeah in front of a live audience is like okay like that didn't let me work on that one a little bit more yeah <laughs> well let me just completely drop this joke yeah that totally is like you you working on the act and so somebody the, the, we see the finished product we see the special on netflix or hbo or whatever that's the finished product really like comedy is an art form it is like like contrary to popularly everybody nobody not just anybody can just go up there and just tell a joke i went on stage i know first you know <laughs> i went on all jokes aside yeah Open mic hosted by Damon Williams, who I consider a friend now, but <laughs> that was when I first met him. And let's <laughs> said about that. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah, it's an art form. So like everybody thinking that they can, like, like the thing that pops in my head is when um when uh Dio Healy was on the Fresh Prince and then he was trying, Will was like, Well, I'm funny, and then Will got put into the comedy routine from the comedy show that DL was working hard on or whatever. And then when Will went there, bombed. Yeah. And Will bombed like he was awful, like he was terrible. But that's what pops into my head when people say, "Oh, well, I can do a comedy; it's easy." But I'm glad that you opened up the door for the comedy thing because guess what I watched this morning? What's up? I watched Monique's special on Netflix. Ah, I haven't watched it. How was it? I've heard um negative reviews, but <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> okay, let me preface by saying this. Comedy is subjective and everybody doesn't find the same thing funny. Yes. With that being said, don't cover me, people, or whatever. Don't. Um, that was the first time um that I sat in a comedy show and I didn't laugh not one time. I heard it was just a curse fest. That's what I heard. I didn't laugh not one time because like uh Marcus and I were out late a little bit like the night before, because like we went out, we had a date night or whatever, and okay. then we slept in some. Well, I'm still an early riser. I woke up. And then I'm like, I'm like, let me watch this movie because like, I want to talk about this on the podcast. Marcus was still asleep. And I, is it okay? He's like, yeah. He's like, um, you know, he could sleep through the, but he could hear it even though he was like resting. And he was like, you didn't laugh not one time, honey. 
And then he was like, it was just mother effort this, mother, blah, blah. it was just curse, 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 curse. It was MF, MF, and word, and word, and word. That's it was every other word. I told this MF and mother, blah, 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 blah. like, like if you're telling a joke, you don't have to replace person with MF, or you have to replace girl with B. You know, you don't have to do that. Like, every, said that in um, his raw back in the day, he's like, yeah, I get jokes. That's what it was. Not just filth form, motherfucker. Dick pussy snot and change. Like, I'm not just standing up here cursing. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, cursing doesn't offend me. I'm not a prude. It doesn't offend me. Like, but tell a joke with it. <laughs> and it was just cursing. And then for me, watching her routine, I don't know what the what her cadence was because her cadence was all over the place. Like it wasn't, it didn't flow to me. It didn't flow. And it was just very. It was all over the place. Like, you know, people have different styles. Like some people are physical comedians where it's like, I'm falling out and I'm doing funny things. Like I'm doing funny stuff like that with my yeah, face. Or um, it was like that, yeah. Our some people head. are very physical. Some people are very racial. Like, yeah, white people do this. Black people do this. Some people oh, are very <laughs> Some people are very um, political with their comedy. Chris some Rock people, get political sometimes, yeah. Some people it's are situational. Some people are situational comedians. Like, you know, so I walked up to, and then my husband, and da, 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 some people are very. Seinfeld is definitely situational. Yes. Uh, some people, well, like some people have unfunny yells. I don't care to talk. That's, that's called your prop comics there. That's what those. <laughs> some people are that. Like Gallagher um, was like. Gallagher, prop, that wasn't funny at all. Comic of all time. It's like, it was Gallagher. That definitely wasn't my shit because I didn't find prop comic guy, but, he, but he sold out shows. So somebody like. Yeah, that wasn't, he was in yeah. Vegas selling out shows. Yeah, like smashing watermelons with mallets. It's not my thing, but motherfuckers were into Some that. people <laughs> are, I'm, I'm country, and this is my thing, like Don D.C. Curry, John, John Witherspoon. Like, you know, I'm like, your, I'm like your uncle, like your great uncle who's country. <laughs> On the white side of the car, like you're Jeff Foxworthy, like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trailer I'm trash, trash, you know. He was that. Yeah, Larry the Cable <laughs> guy. Redneck, you know, <laughs> redneck trailer trash is what he was. Some people are uh leaning to like interracial, like Gary Owens, like the interracial, like I have a black wife, and then this is the difference between me and my black wife, and you yeah. know, this and that. But it's like different styles. So I'm like, I don't even know like what she was. It felt honestly, what it felt like to me, it felt like she was doing a therapy session. Like if you were like in session with there. I heard too like that was Monique just venting. That's what and I heard. you're just releasing all your demons. You're just releasing everything. Like, okay, like like yeah. When I was when I was uh 12 years old, I was uh beat up. I was attacked I was jumped and attacked by a by uh by a racial gang and then I was beaten I was put beaten to death almost like halfway to death and put into a hospital. Like it, it just felt like that it felt like a therapy. It felt like that type of thing. Like when she was like telling her story. You feel very it's not like therapy. Yeah, you can tell stories <laughs> like um a person now who like um who doesn't really he doesn't really tell jokes in her to me is like like Chappelle is like Chappelle, yeah he's a he storyteller. stories now like that's like what these Netflix like most of them has just been him. But in his stories, well, he, he knows how to make his stories funny. He's entertaining. It's a punchline yeah. punch because with a story, this is how you want your this is how you want your audience. The edge of the seat, just yeah, like you just waiting, like okay. And then you get the punch line, you're like, oh. Yeah, he just tells stories. Yeah, yeah, it's story. Like I said, and I like I like a good storyteller because I'm entertained by stories. I like a good, but her stories were not, it was just not hidden to me. Like just to me personally, I won't say it was the worst. Like some people say this is like the worst ever. I won't say that 
I won't say that I'll, it I'll wasn't. Some, <laughs> watch the later years of Def Comedy Jam. It was some unfunny comics on there. I won't say and that after, it was after never. Martin and all of the, the golden era left. Yeah, with Martin, Steve Harvey, um, Bernie Mac. After all of them stopped doing the show, like the later years wasn't funny. <laughs> I won't say that uh, it's not that she's not funny at all. Because like I said, like comedy is subjective. It is like I'm. Like I said, me personally, I didn't laugh not one time because I was just sitting there waiting for it to. Now, a comedy special that actually was good that I did watch the day before Monique's, uh, I did watch God Loves Me, Marlon Wayne's. Marlon. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, I was. I did watch Marlon's special. I laughed the entire time because, like, I tried to watch one of Marlon's before and then I had to turn it off because it just it wasn't hidden. Marlon ain't never been that funny. It's the first time Marlon. This wasn't hidden to me, but this I guess one. He, um, he decided he wanted to really work on his 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 act. Yeah. Marlon's has never been a funny stand-up to me. He was really thing. good, though. He it's worked. The last ones, like, some, he just decided, okay, like, I'm going to actually, um, I'm going to do this on my craft. the right way. <laughs> he decided, yeah, because, like I said, and it's subjective. Some people might have found his other stuff funny, but Marlon has never been funny to me. Yeah. This was funny, though. This one, yeah. It was really funny because, like, I laughed the entire time. Like, Marlon had me dying laughing. Like, I was cracking up the entire time. Like, Marlon, yeah. like, he's so silly. Stand, like, stand up of the Wayans family has always been Damon. Damon. Like, been the one that's been funny. Head and shoulders. Damon, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Damon, I watched the Damon Wayne specials on HBO from back in the eighties and nineties. Hilarious, <laughs> watch those. <laughs> and then when he was imitating his brother's voices when he did Kenan and Damon, that baby <laughs> he imitated both his brothers. <laughs> Good stuff, though. But Monique, so I said, if you guys want to check it out, like I said, like obviously, my warning I give to you, she curses every other word. So if you have children, make sure they're either not there or asleep. She literally curses every other word. So if you're offended by heavy swearing, don't watch it at all. That's why I say. Like, if you're like our mom, yeah. don't watch it. Just don't. Because <laughs> you're going to be highly offended by, like, all the cursing. Got a couple of quick takes before we go into, um, before we take it home. It's like, yes, I say, um, the Freakniks coming to Hulu. <laughs> And my timeline has like been a life saying a lot of extras are sweating. <laughs> oh, the extras beware. <laughs> so like, no, the, I said so many skeletons about to fall out these extras closets. <laughs> and like everything, everything in my timeline is putting a disclaimer on his head. But not me. Like all I did was like, yeah, it was uh was twerk a little bit. <laughs> so uh, we gonna find out. I guess. <laughs> Hope they ain't get you in none of these clips. I'm gonna be looking for like because I know a lot of like, for the freak dick. I'm gonna be looking. Yeah, I know her. I know her. I know him. Wait, is that is that feast? Like, yeah, <laughs> feast the freak dick. I think he went one year. Feast Xavier went. Yeah, they I'm went what ninety. 93. 93. 93. They went 93. 93. I know they went either a 93 or 95. Like somewhere between that. I know they went between 93 and 95. I was hating because they didn't tell me. They just went. <laughs> so y'all niggas didn't tell me I wanted to go to. <laughs> they went to the freak. It's just already there. Like by the time I found out, I didn't even have time to like um tag along. <laughs> it was just already there. <laughs> so I'm gonna be watching to see if it, I it's like it's like the old like basically since your Paul like wish you were here. It's kind of that. Like, here. <laughs> I got one of those. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna look for feast. <laughs> Is that my brother? <laughs> no, but Xers are gonna be, and that and that's my thing where I come like this. Like, I mean, I'm an old millennial, so I was too young for the freak Nick. I can say that. So it's nothing. Right up my alley. That's what I was, I was my era. 
I was way too young for the freak dick. But I will lead by saying this. So Xers, a lot of you Xers who are especially now... Um, especially on the young end, like Xers like my age. Uh, the young a lot of you Xers who are like the president of the PTA or like you're the union president at your job or whatever you have, like that's how you're acting all high and mighty. We about to find out that you have some skeletons and stop being so judgmental and talking about some of my younger some, some of my students my they saying that say yeah I'll be glad when this freak nigga um, comes so yeah so a lot of y'all judgments are over to leave us alone yeah. exactly that's, like you judging you judging well, these kids on TikTok on YouTube so I'm hoping I'll see some of y'all in this freak exactly <laughs> see you with a thong clapping your butt together I hope we see that because like everybody has a past like I said I like I said I say openly I was cash money records and every time that came on, I was looking with I was hitting it at the rink. I was you know, I was hitting my dance move or whatever. I was, I was a DJ in the nineties and early two yes. thousands. Enough said. It's Enough like, said. <laughs> I went to the rink, I went to the route, I went to I the went 50 to yard that. line, I went to um Nitro. And I was at, I was at the Con Expo. I was at um uh, Velocity, I was at Voyeur. Secrets. I was at um secrets. <laughs> door twenty one. I was for a vo a vo um, voyeur is what we called it. <laughs> it was door twenty one by the time I turned twenty one years. So love Sugar Hill. Shout out Marcus Chapman. <laughs> that was his spot. <laughs> Funky Buddha. Mm, I was at all them spots. Cinnabar. The yeah. taste on sixty third. All that. <laughs> all that shit. He's <laughs> <You see> Ryan. <laughs> Instead of Ryan, I did too. Yeah, Brian Fury's Fraser and Ramonsky. I was there with them. They were old. I was the young cat. <laughs> but I mean, everybody has a past. So, like, let's stop being so judgy and being like, that's just because you Shout are. Pimps up, holes down. Was that Easter of Ryan? <laughs> Remember just that? Because you are in a position now where you're like, I'm dignified and I'm a mother and I'm this and I'm this and I'm that and I'm in. And I and I'm a I'm a CEO now, and I'm this and I'm that. It's like just because you're at a certain point I'm now. I'm gonna make we're gonna bring this full circle. I want to see Brandon Johnson and his wife as a freak nigga from back in the day. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> he probably went. <laughs> but my thing I would lead to is <laughs> he, he married her though. That's black love. They got married. That is a freak nigga. <laughs> they got married. They still together. <laughs> Three kids later, they still together. So I want to see. <laughs> That's like if I see the documentary that says Chicago mayor. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fall out. I ain't gonna be able to handle that. <laughs> saying, uh, that, that that wasn't me. That was my twin. <laughs> That's my twin. You know I got a twin, right? That's not me. That was us. <laughs> You and Fees do look enough alike, so. <laughs> Hilarious. Another quick take on um, rest in peace going out to Bob Lee, um, founder of Cash App, yeah, who stabbed and murdered. It was crazy. Yeah. Hey. Stabbed to death, yeah. That so, did, what was he, like 43, 44? 43, I believe, yeah. Oh, and he's a young guy, yeah. That just doesn't sound like. I mean, I hope that they a lot really of people do. Want to say saying it's some kind of scandal is like, yeah, a lot of people. The conspiracy theorists are a definitely. A lot of conspiracy out. theorists are talking. Swamp don't sound right about this. <laughs> yeah, it, it it just stinks. Like it does. Like the whole thing stinks because if I'm a if I'm a CEO of Cash App, that means that. I was like these, like these tech people. Gonna, they're billionaires. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna be out in these streets like this. These, these tech people are billionaires. 
Like I, they are, they're billionaires. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm not going to be out at whatever without security. I'm just, first of all, I'm not going to be out, period. And then every time I go out, I'm going to have security every single time. I'm having security around me 24 seven. If I'm a billionaire, it's like that. You ain't going to be able to step with their uh, foot of me. If I'm a billionaire, I'm having security around me at all times because you just got to protect yourself. You have to. Absolutely. But I mean, it just, it just stinks, though. I, I really hope that with we have ring cameras, we have all type of cameras. Yeah, you know, they're doing they, um, a day investigation. They're going to find who did this. Uh. Also, mm -hmm. another quick one for all my wrestling fans, WWE and UFC joining forces <laughs> to a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, like twenty-one billion, billion, billion. billion. with a B. And it all happened. Why did Elvis happened like a WrestleMania That's what was like crazy because, like, um, you know, WrestleMania for those is like the Super Bowl of WWE. It's like yeah. the Oscars. It's like their biggest day of the year. So this happened right when all that was, was already crazy because of WrestleMania weekend. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, and WWE just got, just got sold, and the UFC bought it. It's like, whoa, okay, yeah. money. But why was Vince McMahon looking like that? He looked like a cartoon. Oh, he, yeah, looked he looked strange. like you know, like snidely whiplash with the black hair and the mustache. And like, the mustache. I was like, what is he? He was like, he was Boris Badenoff. Like That's what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Boris Badenoff. Because <laughs> that was funny. He was like, what's up with Vince and the black hair and the mustache? Because I had to do a double take because I didn't even know who he was. And it was like, yeah, they was like, they merged. And I was like, is that Vince McMahon? Like, I had to do a double yeah. take. I didn't recognize him. Like, what is this? Yes, that's his, his billionaire. That's his billion. That's his billionaire. Billionaire swag. swag. That's what that was. I guess. I guess when you have this, I don't care how I look. I got. I got a bill. I got. Look at my money. Look at my bank account. Look at how much money I got. I can do whatever. It's gonna be interesting. Like I say because I'm a fan of both. I like MMA and pro wrestling. Yes. Yeah, so. So when those two worlds collide. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and before we wrap, of course, I gotta go. Dun 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 dun. dun. Wrapping up the NBA's regular season right about now. We have our final seedings in the Eastern Conference. West is still fluid because from like five through ten, it's like it's real close right now. It's yeah. like, okay, if but, you um, win, then I'm up. And if you win, I'm back. And then if you just. But we do know the teams out West because thanks to the Bulls and their victory over Dallas, that officially put Dallas out of the competition. Yeah, because Dallas was at 11, like, and they had this much of a chance of getting in. And the Bulls beat them. So then that, that officially eliminated. Nope. And officially eliminated Dallas from the play-in. So, like, right now, they on the outside. And they said this is the first time in, what, almost 40 years where, like, a Texas team isn't going to the playoffs? Don't they even have a chance to, like... Oh, you're right, yeah. That's what they said. They said this is the first time in, I think, like, 40 years. You're right, because um, in the, in the 80s and the, the the Spurs and the um Rockets were typically good. The Dallas sucked back then, is then yeah. when the Rockets went through their rebuild, um, that's when the Dirk was in Dallas. They got better, and Tim Duncan in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. and San Antonio fell off, and like Houston still had like Harden, like they still were like yeah, mm -hmm. good. And um, and Dallas, um, Luca was kind of just trying to make noise. Now, like they all like um, and but damn, Dallas ain't even re really rebuilding, but they just suck. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's like because Houston and San Antonio are rebuilding. Like Dallas, yeah, they are. It, they, they're supposed to have the one-two punch of um of Luca and Kyrie. It just didn't work. <laughs> and Kyrie's unrestricted, so that's interesting. Does Kyrie stay mm -hmm. or does he go? It was like, yeah, because they, they gave up oh. a lot to get him. 
Mark Cuban knows how to pull a rabbit's eye hat, so we'll see. I think Kyrie stays, but we'll see what happens. He you know how to pull a rabbit out of a hat. So here's the playoff picture as we stand yes. right now. Let's see. East is set. Like none of these East are is set. West is fluid. We'll come back to the yeah. So East is um well, we'll come back to one and two because we don't know yet. <laughs> Cavs and the Knicks are playing four or five. Three sixes, um, Sixers, Nets. Mm-hmm. So then to get one and two, we got to play in. It's like, yeah, Bulls and Raptors are, yeah, playing the 9-10. The winner of that plays the winner, the loser of 7-8, which is the Heat Hawks. So whoever wins Heat Hawks, they automatically get the seventh seed. Right. And then the loser of Heat Hawks plays the winner of um Bulls and Raptors. And right here, that's where we at right now. And that's what I said last week. I said the Bulls need to be watching film to see how to beat the Raptors. So I said, because you're probably going to play the Raptors in the play-in. <laughs> You're probably going to play the Raptors. And also, you like I say, you, you're probably going to have to play um, Atlanta, too. Yeah. You're probably going to play Atlanta. I think uh, Heat probably will win. Yeah. you probably going to play Atlanta, too. So the Bulls need to beat the Raptors and the uh, Hawks, to basically. Just to get a shot at Milwaukee. Think about that. <laughs> you got to beat the Raptors and the Hawks just for the right to play Giannis. It's like... <laughs> What's <laughs> this like the uh the big boss thing? It feels like uh, the 80s video game where it's like, you know, <laughs> this is the little boss, this is the media boss. <laughs> yeah, just the right to play Giannis and them. You gotta beat two teams. <laughs> oh That's where the ball stand right now. <laughs> and out west, once again, one and two will um yeah, but as it stands right now, this might all change. Like I think the um I think Phoenix is locked in at four. Mm-hmm. Clippers, I'm not sure about, yeah. I know Golden State doesn't have six locked up. The Sacramento got three locked up. Okay. Like, the Lakers could still sneak in here. It's like, I think um, if it's tied, I think the Lakers own the tiebreakers, so the Warriors have to have the better record, I believe. Okay. Right here. I could pull up the actual standings, but this is where we stand right now. These are the teams that are going to be out west. Like, the yeah. play-in teams will be, yeah. Well, these are locked in. OKC and um, Timberwolves, they're not moving anywhere. Pelicans probably locked in, but the um, Lakers and Warriors might switch. The Lakers and Warriors might switch six and seven, yeah. So, like, Mm -hmm. those – because they're really close. And I say I want to say the Lakers own the tiebreaker. Golden State has to have a better record if it's tied. If the tie is there in the play-in. I know Golden State wants to – they want to try to, you know, repeat. They want to try to, you know – and, and, I, and I wouldn't want to start my title defense in the fucking play-in. So, like, they, they got yeah. out of that. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to have to, like, beat an extra team just to the right to defend your title. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but right now, um, yeah, like I said, um, yeah, five, six, seven, eight are all fluid. Like, none of those are locked mm-hmm. in. So, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans, like, yeah, any one of those teams could still move, technically move into that sixth spot. Mm-hmm. Right now, Golden State – they're one game up on the Lakers. So, like, the Lakers, they have to win their game and, and the Lakers have to lose their game. Like, yeah. Because like, if it's, if they lose and the Lakers win, it's tied. The Lakers will move in the sixth. So, basically, the Warriors just have to win. It's like winning. They have to win. Just win. You got to win and you're in. Win and you're in. <laughs> Golden State wins their last game they're in. It's like, yeah. Right. And um, like I said, nine ten that's locked in. Um, Minnesota and OKC because like Bulls eliminated Dallas because they were at eleven, so they were trying to come for OKC. Trying to come for OKC, and then Bulls said bye bye.
But Denver, Memphis, um, Sacramento are all locked in at one, two, and three. And Phoenix at four. The top four mm-hmm. seeds are locked. Five through ten is where it's like gets interesting out west. Both you gotta win. You gotta beat the Raptors and then you gotta probably beat the Hawks. Yep. East is one hundred percent locked, like nobody's moving in the east. So yeah. So Bulls need to just rest everybody. Like Dale and Terry needs to get some serious time in that last song game. <laughs> Reverse Terry. <laughs> Marco needs to get some serious. Marco's needs I mean, to start. I want to see Simonovich. Marco needs to start <laughs> his last game. I said maybe let your stars play about five minutes and then just take them out. Just so they can like not be rusty because they do have to play and play in the next day. So it's like just so they don't be rusty so they can have like their legs under them and then just pull them. <laughs> let them play for five minutes and pull them. <laughs> yeah. That's where we at. So playoff season got here quick, didn't it? My favorite time of the year. See what these bulls do in this play in. Hopefully, we won't be having bad news this time next week. Let's see what happens with them. I'm be like, yeah, and the bulls. War, war my red and everything. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> That's not another damn podcast, episode 306. Did a lot for you this week. Definitely appreciate your support. You want to support us further? Give us one of these likes. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio, YouTube, your Amazon Alexa devices as well. Also, follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how to get at me. And you can check me out at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-E-R-8-G-U-L-I-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-8-G-U-L-I-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightgullywithhipsters.com. I'm Oz Man the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>